ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Austria, Ireland and Spain and the states of Arkansas, Illinois and Montana and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 180,000 listeners because you keep listening Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is strengthen your boundaries. Learning to say no to what you do not want in your life is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Avoid acting when you hear the words, I should and I must. Take action when you hear the words, I want to. Most of us are so used to doing what we've been raised to do that we don't even think about what's good for us or what we want. Our beliefs, which we got from our family, religion, education, and society are all designed to maintain the status quo, to keep things exactly as they are. A parent may say, in this family, we do it this way. With words, actions, and body language, they make it clear that if you want to belong, you are expected to act in a certain way. If you do something that's too far from the norm, you risk being isolated. When I left my husband, my sister, and her children stopped talking to me. My behavior was just not acceptable, even though it was clearly good for me. The fear of this kind of response can keep us from acting in our own best interest. We must be the master of our own fate, learn to think for ourselves, make our own decisions, and set strong boundaries to protect ourselves from being manipulated by the wishes of others. As we learn to see the world from our own perspective and do things differently from those in our network, fears of being judged or rejected are likely to arise. 
Here are some techniques to use when fear grabs hold of you. Thank the voice of fear for sharing and ask it to take a seat on the couch. Often it just wants you to hear it. It's your choice whether you act upon the fear or the joy. Hold hands with the fear and let it walk beside you as you move forward with your desires. Mark Twain said the only way around it is through it. Or listen to the words the voice in your head is saying. I should is a red flag warning you to avoid getting caught in unfulfilled in, in fulfilling other people's expectations that are not in your best interest. I want is a green light unless your actions will cause real harm, not imagined harm to yourself or others. Perform a ritual or banish the fear. A common one is to write your fears down, tear them up and flush them down the toilet or burn them and spread the ashes in your garden or potted plants to symbolically fertilize your dreams. You can even say a prayer asking Mother Earth or God to transform your fears into something good. If you are not used to paying attention to your own needs, desires, and happiness, this will be challenging. You may even feel guilty, which is just another fear. Be patient with yourself. This is a process and it takes intention, commitment, and time. Your reward comes when the voice of fear gets very loud, insistent, and intimidating. At that point, you're just a step away from freedom. Take your step and feel the joy. Now let's do the two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. You can now participate in two of my workshops at your convenience from anywhere in the world. They're part of a new series of offerings to help you learn, grow, and heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. In addition to my past life regression workshop, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality is also available for rent. In this new workshop, I take you through a process that awakens your inner angelic self. This will take your life to a whole new level. At a time when so many are struggling with the uncertainty that this health crisis is creating, you will be able to turn to your inner angelic self for comfort, strength, support, and manifestation. Through this process, you will greatly increase your ability to be of service, your connection to the divine, and your ability to manifest the reality you want. This process will connect you with the angelic part of yourself that is still in heaven 
anchor that energy into your physical body and help you use it to manifest what you choose. In addition, 1,000 angels will come forward to help you achieve your goals. Awakening your angelic light body benefits everyone and is especially important for those who work in healing and helping professions, enjoy being of service, are light workers, and or work in the light for the good of all. Just go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Video Rentals. That will take you to a trailer. You can watch rental details in a direct link to the rental. I've kept my prices low because many of you are experiencing financial hardships right now, and these two videos will help you. Just like with the on-demand radio show episodes, you can now participate when it fits your schedule. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier feel lighter and have more energy we truly know and feel the joy beauty and love in our lives my show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Linda Elder, who's here to talk about thinking for ourselves, liberating the mind. After the episode last week with Kak Young on the spiritual side of the coronavirus, I received this beautiful email from Lisa. Kak's explanation about remaining positive and focused on bettering our lives when faced with a problem, no matter how painful, was enlightening. Instead of dwelling on the issue, we should try to find purpose in what we are going through. The information on patterns and how they impact our thoughts really resonated with me. I was able to identify that I had been feeling a loss of control during this pandemic, whereas I thought I was having a general feeling of unhappiness due to mandatory lockdowns, closed restaurants, and hair salons. I now realize I have had feelings of a loss of control throughout my life, and the pandemic just exacerbated those feelings. Being the youngest and shyest in the family, I rarely had input into decisions. This feeling continued into my adult life as I had a boss for many years who did not allow me the autonomy to perform my job, which I found extremely frustrating. I'm grateful to Kat for opening my eyes to patterns and the impact they have on our outlook. The guided meditation to release old patterns was extremely 
helpful, and I plan on listening to it often as I continue to reinvent myself. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing these life-changing insights. I'm grateful you're using the pain of the pandemic to choose to heal. I agree the two guided meditations CAC took us through were quite beautiful. They left me feeling happy and lighter. She reminded us everything is working for our good and love will prevail. If you missed this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page for more on understanding how your past experiences influence your current thoughts. Please listen to some of my previous shows like April 16, 2015 with Cheryl Baird, What Your Conscious Mind Doesn't Know, April 21st, 2016 with Donald Altman, Mindfulness Practices to Clear Emotional Clutter, and December 1427 with Jason Gregory. Breathe your way to peace. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Taking Charge of Your Thoughts, posted in September 2015. It helps us understand how negative thoughts and memories impact us. Here's an excerpt. I also realize that negative thoughts and memories about the past are merely fears. We bring them into the present and the future by giving them a life in our mind. I will no longer keep those fears alive. I choose self-empowerment. I choose to conquer and remove every negative memory, thought, and fear. They have no place in my current or future life because I will not allow them to take over my free will. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. And if you haven't seen my videos on Finding Silver Linings, please check them out on my YouTube channel. And now it's time for my silver lining story. We do so many things without thinking clearly. I was just on Facebook and a good female friend posted a sign that read, if a man speaks in the forest and there's no woman there to hear, is he still wrong? I wrote her saying, I love you, but I find this sexist and not funny at all. Could the sign read, if a woman speaks in the forest and there is no man there to hear, is she still wrong? Would that be funny? I don't think anyone would post it. She responded that she respectfully disagrees, and a man commented, geez, everything is either racist or sexist. I think it was funny. Everything doesn't have to be serious. Y'all lighten up. He's absolutely correct. Everything doesn't have to be either racist or sexist, unless it really is. We're so used to hearing jokes where certain groups of people are the But of the joke that our knee-jerk reaction is to laugh, even when the joke is putting down our own gender, race, religion, nationality, or sexual orientation. We need to start paying attention to comments and especially jokes. Have you noticed how many comedians still make fun of their wives for 30 to 60 minutes and I'm expected to laugh at that? Thank you, but no thank you. 
I turn it off and find something that is not disrespectful to women. What happened to laughing at jokes that don't hurt anyone? When I was growing up, the mainstream comedians made us laugh at ourselves and at human nature. They didn't fuel prejudice and stereotypes. Hannah Gadsby is a new comedian who looks at things from a different perspective and even uses humor to heal. Now, I can get behind that. Dr. Linda Elder is an educational psychologist and a prominent authority on critical thinking. She's president of the Foundation for Critical Thinking and executive director of the Center for Critical Thinking. Dr. Elder has taught psychology and critical thinking at the college level and has given presentations to more than 50,000 educators at all levels. She authored Liberating the Mind and co-authored four books and 24 Thinker's Guides on Critical Thinking. Her main concern is the relationship between thinking and affect and the barriers to critical thinking. As a past administrator and a teacher, Dr. Elder understands the problems facing educators. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can now rent my Past Life Regression Workshop video at your convenience from anywhere in the world and also awakening your inner angelic light body, manifesting your reality. Or you can contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community or to do individual work with you. Your question for today is, What have you recently started to think about differently? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Linda Elder, who's here to talk about thinking for ourselves, liberating the mind. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 346 9141 or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you have recently started to think about differently. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Linda Elder, who's here to talk about thinking for ourselves, liberating the mind. Um, Linda, thank you so much. This topic is dear to me and and just so very important because we all get caught up in what everybody thinks and don't stop to process, does this make sense? Do I even believe this? Talk to us a little bit about how it is that we sort of walk through life um, without thinking clearly and critically? Well, it's complicated. First of all, all of us are born with natural capacities to think at higher levels, let's say to think critically at least to some degree. But we're also, um, let's say, easily influenced by our propensities to be self-centered and to think that our way is the right way, that our thinking is the correct way of thinking, whatever way we are thinking. And we're also heavily influenced by the people around us. So group influences have a lot to do with the way that we think. So everyone thinks critically to some degree 
but obviously not enough to make the world the place that we would like it to be. And that's because, in, to a large extent, we don't have a conversation about critical thinking. And critical thinking is mainly missing from the educational process. It's mainly missing from the everyday discussions that we have. And there's a lot of hit and miss. People are, are coming up with some uh, partial solutions, like enter another person's viewpoint. Well, that sounds good, but how does one do this? And how do you do it when your ego is involved and you don't want to enter that viewpoint? How do you fight your demons? And so there, it's complicated, but the first thing I would say is that, that critical thinking the concept has never been part of the conversation in a big way in human societies historically. So I, I want to interject this here. Um, uh, as I mentioned to you during the break, my first career of 25 years was as an educator at all levels, including the university and the administration um, when I, of, of a school district um, outside Dallas when I was director of leadership development and organizational health. And I was charged with... Um, putting throughout the K through 12 school system uh, critical thinking to help our students learn to think critically. And we had a whole group of parents who got really angry when we did the unit on decision-making. They said, we don't want our kids to be decision makers. We're the decision makers, and we tell them what to do and and what to think and what to decide. And it was, I mean, it was horrifying to me, but this is a reality. Well, it's a common problem in human societies. It's a big problem in bringing critical thinking, certainly into K-12 schooling. And But you see, parents come from the larger society. And the fact is that, that politicians don't want us to think critically either. And business people who want us to buy their products typically also do not want us to think critically. Uh, now, of course, there are exceptions to this. But uh, teachers are trying their best. But again, they are also part of the status quo. And they're getting their direction from the powers that be. And often teachers themselves do not think critically. So it's a, it's, it, there are many barriers to this, and you're just bringing up one barrier. Now, it's true that many parents do not want their children to think critically. And if that's the case, well, you know that children are going to have great difficulty developing their minds under those conditions. But parents, again, come from the larger society. And in our societies, we do not value critical thinking on the whole. And you know this for the reason that you, you hear people say things like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to talk about sex or politics, right? Well, and other things like that. Well, if we can't talk about these things, then how can we develop our thinking about these things? So if there are certain uh, subjects within societies that are taboo, that we're not allowed to discuss, then we're all going to be um, negatively affected by the lack of freedom of speech when it comes to the point. 
Um, Exactly. And this idea that of censorship that emerges as opposed, you know, of of, um, taking movies out uh, off the air or whatever, um, instead of teaching people the context in which that movie was made, along with the history and the truth that is not being shown in the movie to teach people to question, to think, to analyze, to look things up for themselves, to be learners, to be learners. Well, yes, we, 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 humans typically take a superficial approach to whatever big problems that they face. And you mentioned the problem of censorship. Now we're getting uh, a, a discussion now starting around African-American rights, uh, a new discussion that we've needed for a long time. And one of the, the superficial answers is, well, we'll just take all these movies that are offensive off of the air. Well, that's a um, knee-jerk reaction, and that's not well thought through. And the very idea of censorship is a slippery slope because it means that we don't trust you to watch these things we don't think that you have the insight to think through the problems and the biases here. And by the way, if we take away all the movies and TVs that have biases in them, we will just about take away everything that's on TV. <laughs> so we can't. And, and another superficial approach that we're taking right now to the African-American problem or question or the fact that they have not been given the rights that have been due to them as human beings from the beginning, is that one of our answers is, well, we'll just change a few laws. That will not solve the problem. Or we will just do away with the police. That will not solve the problem. Because then we'll just get the social workers in there that will use their thinking and we'll we'll be victimized by the lousy thinking of some of the social workers that we are then having to endure. So, in other words, there's bad thinking in every field of study. There is, there are bad, there's bad thinking on the part of some professionals within every field. And what we do is we, 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 we're not able to distinguish between the bad thinking and the better thinking because we're not using standards for thinking, which would enable us to distinguish between what makes sense to believe and what does not make sense to believe. And this is where critical thinking comes in. And if I could, I want to just mention a few things about critical thinking. Now, many schools and other organizations say that they're bringing critical thinking into what they're doing. I would like to see what they're doing before I will give them their grades, so to speak. Mm -hmm. If they're focusing on reasoning, on the parts of reasoning, and here, are some, and here are the parts of reasoning. Whenever we reason, we have a purpose. We can question our purposes. We use information. We can question that information. We are focused on some question or set of questions. We're making inferences uh, based on the information that we're gathering. We begin with assumptions. We need to question our assumptions. Those assumptions are based in the concepts that guide our thinking and our point of view. And our thinking goes somewhere. It has, has implications. These are the elements of reasoning that most people have no awareness of, but they're using them all day long. And then uh, we need to be able to assess that reasoning using the following types of basic standards. Is it clear? Is it accurate? Is it relevant? Is it broad when we have more than one point of view to consider? Are we thinking broadly? 
when we when there are complexities in the issue, are we thinking deeply? So we have depth as a standard. Are we thinking in a significant way or alternatively in a superficial way in dealing with our problems? And again, I've already commented on the fact that we tend to focus on the superficial. Uh, do we ha- have we gathered uh, enough information or sufficient information to answer our question? And are we thinking fairly? These are some intellectual standards that if everybody were to embrace them, we could get a lot further in human societies. You know, it's it's interesting um, that you say that. I just want to give one concrete example. I have a relative who listens to CNN, Fox News, and a local network in order to get all of the perspectives. And he may even listen to other shows that I'm not mentioning. But the point is, is that he tries to sample the gamut so that he can know what's out there, and come to his own conclusions. I don't think many and people is, do that. You're right. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, yes, it's true. But now, and you, you, you said, and probably he's looking at other sources as well, because one of the problems is, is that we, if we stick with just looking at the mainstream, which CNN, Fox News, and local news, that's mainstream news. The question is, are you also looking into alternative news sources on the left, the right, or anywhere else on the, spe- on the political spectrum? Are you really looking at alternative views and mainly the, mu- the views that you don't want to actually hear? Are you crediting views that, are alt- uh, that, that, that disagree with the views that you currently hold? If you're never doing that, I will question whether and to what extent you're thinking critically. So it's very difficult to find alternative news sources because they're usually buried. They're not, by their very nature, they're not mainstream, so they're hard to find. And they're often stereotyped and they're marginalized. So how do we figure out what to believe and what not to believe? Well, we need to be uh, widely read. We need to have a historical view. We need to be able to go back in time and read the best thinking of the 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 best uh, <laughs> writers that have offered their ideas to us. So yes, we need to be thinking in this broad way. But it's very difficult to do that when we're uh, just looking for news, let's say on the internet or on TV. Um, uh, yes, that's that's a, a a good point, and I appreciate that because. There is, um, we live in a fast-paced world, and we're about to go to break, but I just sort of want to make this comment, and then we'll come back and and, um, talk more deeply. But um, we live in a fast-paced world, and so we look for quick ways to get answers, and it's easy to just skim the surface and feel like we've covered it. Whereas we really need to be questioning everything and to go as deep as we can, it's a total shift in the way uh, in a, the way of um, of gathering information, of thinking about things, and of thinking. Um, so yeah. I, I'm so grateful you're here, and I look forward to talking more after the break. 
I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, are there any areas where you feel stuck in old thinking that may not be serving you well? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Linda Elder to talk more about thinking for ourselves, liberating the mind. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down, are there any areas where you feel stuck in old thinking that could actually be hurting you? Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Cherian can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Linda Elder talking about thinking for ourselves, liberating the mind. Um, I love that phrase, liberating the mind. Um, It's just so powerful. Talk to us about the barriers that we face because the old thinking is so comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, see, that, that therein lies a big part of the problem. So there are really two primary barriers, or let's say we can, we, can, we can place the barriers under two primary umbrellas, one egocentric thinking and the other sociocentric thinking. Now, these may sound like big words, but let me just start by saying that the, the egocentric thinking in the way that, that I'm using the term means that you are either being selfish or you are stuck within your current way of thinking. This is a short way of saying it. So we all know people who are selfish and who put themselves in front of their you know, desires and needs in front of other people. Of course, none of us ourselves would admit to being selfish, but that's another matter. But we could, we could identify other people who are selfish. And we also tend, all of us, to think within the current thoughts that we have. So whatever thoughts that I have in my mind right now, at this point in my life, must be correct because I'm thinking them. And so this is the natural state of the human mind. It's a form of our a form of egocentricity in which we think we are the way, the truth, and the light. My views are the right views. And if you don't accept my views, then there's something wrong with you. And you're the one that must change. This is a big part of problem in human, a big problem in human life, as we all know. But what we don't really know is the role that we ourselves are playing in that. When we are uh, being closed-minded, narrow-minded, intellectually arrogant, when we're not listening to the other person, we're not willing to listen, when we're dominating other persons, we're bullying them, all of this comes from egocentric thinking. Do what I say or you know, get what for, those kinds of things come out of egocentric thinking. Uh, then we have the problem of groupthink. And, and all humans are social animals. We don't have to say that. We all should be aware of that. And certainly because of this pandemic, many people are becoming even more acutely aware of the fact that we're social animals. Even people who are, as it were, loners are social animals. There's no problem with being a social animal. That's our nature. What is a problem is when we uh, function in groups to serve the interests of the group without regard to the rights and needs of others. When we are going along with the group, even though we don't necessarily agree. When we are being, uh, when we are allowing the, uh, ourselves to be indoctrinated into certain belief systems. And here, it, it, that's another example of uh, group think. When we are conforming without thinking critically. If, for example, take p- politics. Politicians are typically very good 
at controlling people through the words that they use. And, and people who are conforming to those uh, beliefs uncritically, following their, their political leaders as, as if they were cheerleaders. This is a big problem in human life, and it's a big barrier to the development of uh, a democracy that could actually work for the people. And so mind control is, is rampant, and it comes through lots of different areas. Uh, a parent can, can uh, control the minds of children, teachers controlling the minds of students, administrators controlling the minds of teachers, uh, etc. So it's, it's so common, these problems are so common that um, any of us should be able to think of examples in our own lives of when we are narrow-minded, when we are not listening, when we are putting ourselves forward as if our ideas, our, our uh, desires, and our needs are more important than other people's or other sentient creatures, when we are uh, just going along with the groups that we're involved in. And think about the pandemic right now. For a long time, we were told to stay home. Many people did. Most people did. But now that we've been told, okay, the economy is opening back up, money's driving us back out onto the streets, and how many people are now violating the rules of wearing masks and in public? It's like they, you know, it's like, okay, they, the people, the, the powers that be told us to stay home, so we stayed home. The powers that be said, okay, we're going back to work, so now we can all just go out and pretend like there isn't a pandemic. That's groupthink. So every, I challenge all of the listeners to ask themselves, what role am I playing in my life in terms of egocentric thinking and just going along with the groups that I'm involved in. Do I stand up and say, wait a minute, I don't agree with that? Am I just uh, like naive Nancy, just anything that anybody tells me I accept? These are things that we can begin to question about ourselves on a daily basis. Um, These are powerful, and I guess I just wanted to pick up on one thing that you said when you were talking about being selfish and wanting to do things our own way. Um, Selfish is a funny word where it can also mean um, nurturing oneself. And and so we tend to not like the word selfish, um, but but um, it has positive aspects to it as well. And most of us have been trained to deny the self and what we um, want and need in favor of what the group needs. So I just wanted to make that distinction that sometimes um, selfishness can also mean self-care. Well, I don't agree with that only. I mean, I agree with the underlying message, but the term selfish has a it has a certain usage according to the dictionary definitions, and it does not mean nurturing oneself. Nurturing oneself is essential, and that is not selfishness. Selfishness is when you're, 
when you're denying the rights and needs of others by pursuing your own rights and needs. You're not concerned with the rights and needs of others. So okay. nurturing self is important, but being selfish is not uh, the same thing in, in the way that I think of language. Okay, and and I think I don't want to get into a semantics. I just want to say there's a difference between the dictionary definition and the connotation because often when we're taking care of ourselves and not harming others, um, we're told we're being selfish. So the the but word, see, yeah, go ahead. That's a misuse. Yeah, that's a misuse. That That's okay. true. In other words, if you're nurturing yourself and somebody's accusing you of being selfish, then they're wrong. That's just all there is to it. They, they, okay. they can say that. But it doesn't make it true. Thank you. I just wanted to get that clarification out there. Thank you. Um, and and so yes. So um, so how do how do we shift this? How do we? Um, if we only have a couple minutes left, but the big question is how do we get out of our own way and begin to notice when we're caught in truly selfish um, thinking or um, or group thinking that when it when it goes against our values and and our own beliefs and yet we do it because we want to be loved or accepted or not different, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I would say it's, it's, there isn't a simple, as you know, answer to that. What we need to do is to study our minds. We need to take a, a, an abiding interest in the problems in our thinking. I invite everyone to join us at our membership community, criticalthinkingcommunity.org. And that is there. We have an academy where people can do activities and learn how to think about uh, their thinking in a much more critical way. We have the world's largest uh, video library uh, and written library on critical thinking in the world. And so I would say study your mind, but you, you can't do that with a superficial approach. You need to understand what is involved in reasoning. I talked a little bit about that. We need to talk about how to uh, apply intellectual standards to that process. We need to be... Uh, uh, working toward the cultivation of intellectual virtues such as intellectual empathy, intellectual humility, being able to distinguish between what we know and what we don't know, intellectual integrity, saying what we mean and meaning what we say. These are all easy things to talk about in theory, but the question is how do I apply them to myself right now? And that's where I think we need to, uh, people need to do activities to learn how to see what is happening in their minds. So I invite everyone to join our community and to learn together with us there. And I assume this is free. Well, we actually, this is a membership community, which is paid, uh, but they can have 30 days free. And they can also just visit our website, criticalthinking.org. And there they'll see our website and lots of uh, resources are there as well that are free. Okay, so you can can enter at different levels, 
First, the main thing is that we need to be aware because change doesn't happen until we're aware. And then, like you say, it takes a lot of work to really, um, you know, really catch our thinking and in the middle of it and then create new ways of looking at things and understanding. Um, this right. is so profound and so important, um, and I'm so grateful to you. So I want to repeat that. That's criticalthinking.org. And you said that's the largest video and written library in the world. Please check that out. Also, I encourage you to purchase um, Linda's book, Dr. Linda Elder's book, Liberating the Mind. I am so grateful to you um, for being on the show and sharing this important information with us. Thank you, and I wish you all the best. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video, and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, Akashic record readings, past life regressions, um, dream interpretation. I'm also able to do video conferencing for any of my speeches or workshops, such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, um, healing the body, and the OM and AM awakening, or the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Cherry and the Archangel who helps us overcome obstacles and achieve success. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to overcome the obstacles that prevent you from thinking critically. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Cherry, and I give you permission in a positive way only to help me think critically and successfully let go of old, ineffective patterns of thinking. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Cherry, and I give you permission in a positive way only to help me set strong boundaries and say no to what I do not want. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday when Jonathan Hammond will be here to talk about the shaman's mind, Huna wisdom to change your life. July 9th, when Shelley Wilson will join us to speak about embracing the magic within. And July 16, when James Redfield will talk about the Celestine prophecy. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved, all is loved. 
Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.